0: Psalm 9, verse 5. You have rebuked the nations. You have made the wicked perish. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. There's some interesting parallelism going on here in verse 5. We've got this action of rebuke, action of causing to perish, and action of causing their names to be wiped out forever and ever. And so let's just take each of those once at a time, one at a time. Uh, And where verse five fits in Psalm nine as a whole is that David is still unpacking why his enemies, when they turn back, they stumble and they perish from before God's face. He's still unpacking the reason why that is true in verse three. And the first reason was in verse four, which is that God upholds righteousness and justice from his throne. And now He's going to unpack, David is going to unpack here in verse 5, a judging of the nations. And so the the first action is a rebuking. God rebuked the nations. He told them that they what they were doing was evil. What they were doing was unjust. What they were doing was wrong. And so he, God, before he crushes the people he rebukes them god is patient with those who do evil god is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love he shows patience because he doesn't wish for anyone to perish and yet the second part of this verse verse 5 is true in that god does cause the wicked to perish when his when his patience runs dry when He, when it is time for his justice to be satisfied, God causes the wicked to perish. And the wicked is parallel to nations in this passage. And so uh, we can, we can assume that David is referring to those in this verse who stand outside the bounds of God's covenant people, they stand outside the bounds of Israel, that That God judges, God rebukes them for not following him. And then he causes them to perish in their wickedness. If we were to bring this verse, verse 5, into a new covenant context, we would have to say that the ideal, the ideal for those who do not know God is that they would repent and turn from their wicked ways. But if they do not repent, then upon death, God will judge them for their wickedness. And that's the the truth here in verse 5. And the conclusion, the last piece here, uh, what's paralleled with nations and wicked ones is their names. So their reputation, their name, it's going to be wiped out forever and ever. There's an emphatic nature to this statement. That there's there's going to be no memory of them. We'll continue to see this in verse 6, but... Uh, We can can think of Proverbs 10, verse 7 here. We've covered Proverbs 10, verse 7 in the podcast, but the, the verse reads, The memory of the righteous is a blessing, but the name of the wicked will rot. And so God takes those who is rebuked, that haven't turned from their sins. He causes them to perish. And as he causes them to perish, their name is blotted out. There's no good attached to their name. And so if you want to have a lasting name throughout history, don't rebel against God. Listen to his rebuke. Turn from your wickedness. And instead of having your name blotted out, your name will be attached to the name above all names, who is Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ's name will be exalted forever and ever. And those who are bound in him will reign forever and ever with him. And so the way that we can pray from this verse is that we can just pray for God to show patience to those outside the Christian community that don't know him, but that God would in time judge those who do not turn from their wickedness, either in the cross of Christ or in eternity forevermore. And then finally, that God would establish our name forever but only as it's found in Jesus Christ. And so, God, we do pray for the repentance of those who we know around us. Would you turn them from their wickedness and turn them to you? And God, for those that don't know you, uh, we pray that ultimately their wickedness for the rapist, the murderer, the racist, those who commit the atrocities of sex trafficking in this world, that God, if they don't turn from you, that they would perish, we pray. We pray that they would be judged, that their sin would either be paid for on the cross of Christ or that they would pay both now and for eternity for the wickedness that they've inflicted on others. God, would their name be attached to nothing good for all eternity. And for us, would we not try to build a name on our own, but would we attach our name to the name above all names, that being Jesus Christ. And in him would we find honor and exaltation forevermore. And it's in that glorious, powerful name we pray. Amen. That is Psalm 9, verse 5.